MVP Coffee Party 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 Party. I was born to Welcome to the next version of Windows Insider Beer Garden. It's a perfect time in Germany's Oktoberfest. Drinking beer, eating some meat and drinking more beer and sauerkraut and all of this. And what do we have today here? It's the next version from Ignite. And I say hello to my co-host Hans Brenda. Hello. He's calling from Oktoberfest. That's in Munich. <laughs> We are in Orlando. <laughs> so I say also hello. Uh, the fourth day, tomorrow it's the last day and uh, now we have two other guests and it's the best way you do it yourself and then you do. Sure. Uh, my name is Blair Glennon. Um, they call me the chief data dude on the Windows Insider no, no, program. No, no, no. Data kitten. <laughs> uh, data kitten. I, I, I don't think that one's been approved yet. I think that's still in the pending status. Well, it's it's by design. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, and the other version, other voice that you hear here is... I'm Jason Howard. I'm the senior program manager here on the Windows Insider engineering team. And you have to approve his status. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, well, so his current status is chief taco hat officer that is correct oh, yeah, yes. chief taco hat yes 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 nice <laughs> <laughs> it's got a nice ring yeah. to it so you're happy about the lunch oh, it's, it's taco today no yeah oh, no. yeah no. yeah it was yeah. great like blair thought they were okay uh i actually enjoyed them but i just like tacos so you know anytime i get to eat tacos i'm happy And you are the the man of the webcast and inside a <laughs> mixer cast. And yeah. uh, um, I saw you today in the morning, mm -hmm. very early in the morning at the booth. So yeah. you have your webcast. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, good turnout. Uh, had some special guests come, you know, walking by, yeah. random people from Microsoft, and put a few insiders on there, just you know, kind of yeah. randomly, just to say hi. And then I saw you have a guest from the Office Insider team. Is it right? Or? Yeah, Susan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She stopped by to you know try to get some rally some support for you know her product and whatnot. You know, it's well, always good to help out other teams. Yeah, and, and that's kind of like our, our our message here at at Ignite is that you know it's two Insider programs, but mm. we serve the same audience. That people that are on Windows pre-release builds are likely interested in Office pre-release builds, and there's a lot of new features that light up. Uh, across both products when you are using FastRing or the the weekly builds from the Office Insider program in sets there were certain things in RS5 that would only show up if you had Office Insider Fast and Whip Fast builds. And I think how many people uh, attendees coming to your booth and say I have no idea from the Insider program? Uh, awareness is pretty high of the Windows Insider program. Awareness is also very high of the Office Insider yeah. program. I mean, it's been packed all week. Um, I, I, I'm kind of superstitious, and I try not to look at the numbers during <laughs> the event. Yeah. But last year at Ignite, we had over a thousand people talk to us. So um, we had a bigger booth presence, and it mm -hmm. seemed like it was packed the entire time. So I'm mm -hmm. cautiously optimistic that we're probably on the higher end of that. <laughs> and, and the favorite goodies <laughs> this year or the goodies the, the people ask for well well i'm seeing hans yeah. wearing the hans the, the the scarf right here we had the the ninja cat riding the dragon yeah that was the best thing people yeah. say hey it's cold inside european guys don't understand if you are outside it's hot hotter than hot the humidity is very high you come inside and it's frozen and therefore 
I have a little bit problem with my neck, and therefore this scarf is a very interesting thing. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, yes, I'm an insider too, though, therefore I have no problem, but I have to wear that. <laughs> okay, for our attendees, I have to explain Hans is standing in front of us and is dancing uh, while he's <laughs> talking to us. So it's <laughs> next time we need a video. <laughs> yes, I think so, I think so. That's funny. Hans is dancing, okay. <laughs> That's really cool. But we have to yeah. display. It's a room three to four meters. Yeah. So yeah. for four people, one desk. We have looking outside. Uh, that's like an aquarium. We are inside. We are the fishes, and we can talk mm -hmm. to. We, have, we, have, we actually have people talking or taking pictures of us from the outside. I know it's kind of funny. Yeah. 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 Um, I saw you have new devices with you. Yes. Uh, um, oh, the Surface Go. Yeah. That's the Surface Go. And uh, we talked yesterday a little bit about the Surface Go and the, the storage sense feature of OneDrive that we can use more and more files and it's automatically clean up. And so we don't need so much space on our devices. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, you can buy it also in Germany. I saw hmm. some uh, one guy at our meetup. They come with a Surface Go and said, "Oh, I have a Surface Go, and uh, what are you doing with it?" And it's like, "Okay, I'm using OneNote or sending emails or uh, using Word or like this." So it takes yeah. a little bit longer if these devices arrive in Germany. Yeah. It's a big ocean between. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was on vacation coming from uh, before our wee trip coming from Alaska going to Seattle and. I show my wife uh, Bellevue, where we MVPs are always one times a year there and uh, going into the store and there was what the happen is he talking about not the possibility to have it there is there okay therefore that's a little bit we can talk but it's not our our thing no. <laughs> that we can at one time over the world one device if a new device comes out Think about of uh, the other manufacturer with the A. <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean banana, banana, banana. I need banana. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's a new phone here. That's on a new Ignite. phone. You know that? Okay. That's a phone. You know? that changed the, the, the color. The banana, banana, the banana, banana phone. Yeah, banana that's, that's a little, <laughs> little, little inside from from the office from the office team. Outstanding. They're, yeah, they're, you, you, uh, for the attendees, you you can grab your apples and bananas and all of this and uh, a lot of said, Okay, we oh, have hey, a new banana, the banana phone. phone. <laughs> we, we have to switch from the Windows phone to the banana phone. And, oh, they're the same uh, color, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. the same color. Yeah, it's the same color. You can talk with it, and uh, it's sweet. <laughs> and um, yeah. And if it's so long in your back, it's brown and <laughs> smells sweet. <laughs> and, uh, But oh we have to tell yeah. you that But this podcast <laughs> right, right, right. is a special one. Yeah, yeah. So we do not have a podcast and taking about feature, feature, feature. You yeah. have the theme, uh, our agenda, feature, feature. Normally, we do talking if you invite another MVP. And it's called MVP Cafe Corner or Cafe Party, or MVP yeah. Cafe Clutch, the German yeah. version. You have to see girls go into a cafe talking about clothes, men, or other stuff. And we are nerdies. We're talking about <laughs> Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you have a guest, people say, oh, do you have an agenda? Yes, we do it five minutes before. <laughs> it's a daily agenda. It's some political yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we want to talk this, this, this. 
Okay. Sounds like my webcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that makes a lot of fun. Sometimes we come in another direction. And uh, people like that because I want to have, okay, half an hour going to, to work and, and hear that car in the morning. Yeah. In the morning. Yeah. 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 We do not have it uh, so strictly. Therefore, you have to know, we make some jokes. And I don't know, it's great. It's, 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 it's more the funny things. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, for the historical thing, it's, it's podcast 26 or 28. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's okay. We, we, we started, we, we make phone calls. We, we, we use Skype and make phone calls in the evening. Um, our wives are at bed and we had a phone call and they said, we're talking about it. Right yeah. Here. Yeah. And, and sometimes we said, okay, we have to record it. And then, okay, let's record and record it. And, and as we talk about it, how we record it and all of this, we go to Azure, deploying a web app. I brought the domains, <laughs> we connect the domains while we are talking. And at the end of the first podcast, the website on the Azure web app yeah. with WordPress exists. And Hans is, Hans is every time building the, the, the banner and the picture and all of this. I'm, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the audio thing. So today you don't have to do so today much. Today is a little yeah, bit yeah. special. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that, that sounds like the behind the scenes. It's like you're yeah, the true yeah, insider yeah. podcast right yeah, there. Yeah. We're, we're going to yeah. talk to you while we're building it. And then at the yeah. end, you're going to see it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> sounds yeah, familiar. That's, that's, yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah. But uh, the, the issue is uh, that we are not sitting together. We do it completely remote. Yeah. 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 Huh? Yeah. So, yes, we analyze that uh, things you decide and record yourself on a PC and I mix it together and say to the people, hey, we are in a, in a coffee, so I mix also, I have a lot of coffee uh, noise. So people rent realize, hey, it's a coffee. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, okay. We so then we then. have to switch back. Okay, uh, something to drink, and uh, <laughs> we can order a coffee. That's for uh, yeah. <laughs> In this time, we we get the the same uh, sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah. We have. Yeah, I forgot my cup today. So, but okay, we have water and Coke. Yeah. And <laughs> Blair has a Coke, yeah. and Jason too. And uh, I have a Gatorade and um, something for the. For the attendees, it's fruit punch, and uh, you get also a blue one. Have you tested the blue one? No, what's the blue one? No, it's a blue one, it's a grape. What? Uh, and, but it's, yeah, it takes, it smells like you drink the schlumpf. If you <laughs> schlumpf? Know it. No. In Germany, it's, it's schlumpf. What, what is in English? It's, it's no a, idea. It's a, it's no a, a children's children movie or series with little... Smurfs. The blue, Smurfs, Smurfs. With Smurfs. little blue, yeah. blue mans and only one woman. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Smurfs. Yeah. It, it looks like... Ah, uh, it's yeah, a Smurf drink. Smurf, yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Like this, so it's a Smurf drink. <laughs> and you get a blue... blue uh, Uh, what do we mean? Tom. Uh, Tom? Yeah. 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 That's so. Okay. Uh, we, That's don't, fine. don't drink. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't talk drink too the much about juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. Drink and don't talk about this. Okay. Um, IT. We we talked uh, this this week so much about IT, about new features and all of this, um, and also about new features of the Windows inside of a business program, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, about what? What uh, Windows? Insider program for business. Is There it right? There we go. That's absolutely correct. Tell yeah. me a little bit more. So the, the Windows Insider program is, is made of m many different people, but we, we know that about 40% of them are IT pros. 
And so about three years ago, two years ago, whenever Ignite Atlanta was, uh, we, were, we were having this, this uh, existential thought process of, hey, what, what does it mean to have to serve IT pros better with the Insider program? And uh, one of our insiders who's actually here in uh, Orlando with us, Eddie from First Citizens Bank, stopped by and he's like, hey, it would be great if I was able to submit feedback on behalf of my organization. So we took that back to the engineering team. Um, you know, we heard it from a number of different places, but it's, yeah. it's great, like, right there. Um, and then we, we launched it in Ignite Australia uh, the following February. And it, it was, at that point, um, it, it was like you described your podcast being started. Like, we're, we're pulling together the things at the, and, and telling people about it at the same time. It's like, hey, what can we do next? And over the last mm-hmm. six months, 12 months, we've added new things that the community has requested. They're like... We want to be able to run IT build, or we want to be able to run insider preview builds inside of our organization. We want to be able to control it centrally. So, meet us where we are. And we know that a lot of organizations have a mix match of like what are they doing to control their environment. So, Ripple. Sure. It's not only for one device. It's for a device or more than one device inside the organization. Absolutely. An existing organization, and I can say, okay, we are inside the organization. Raphael's PC, your PC, and my PC, uh, you are out. <laughs> you, you are inside. So, so that's, that's what I understand. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so Hans, you are an insider and a business insider? We have to connect for the information for our listener, and they don't understand it. You understand it, I understand it too. But Yeah, okay, step right. back. I have Jason no doesn't understand it as what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, apparently I'm not an insider. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a short story why I asked because Hans wasn't a Windows insider. What? And he had a great story and talk with Joe Kemp. And yeah. said, okay, you have to be a Windows insider. Then Hans is a Mr. Mr. OneDrive and he wants to test the new OneDrive version. So... How are you going to test the new yeah. OneDrive versions without the without Insider? Yeah. <laughs> Now he's an Insider. Ah, good, no. good, good. <laughs> I have seen the versions yeah. that will come with the new in the in the September and so on. Yeah. I said, what the fuck? So, so I have it's to your, say, it's your crystal ball right there. Yeah, See yeah, the yeah, future with the Insider yeah, builds. Yeah. Come on. So <laughs> that's a story from Mr. OneDrive. <laughs> OneDrive as himself is his own. Zyklus, therefore you have no problem. But now it, it, it depends together with Storage Sense yeah. inside with Windows, with the newest Windows version. But, but it was in the past. It was yeah. two years ago at the Ignite and I said to Joey, no, I have such bad experience and you need more feedback. It's not yeah. only that we can yeah. give feedback during yeah. explanation, what we all have. Although it must be, it's a two version. It, not only a street where you can drive this direction, it must Something be also back, in the yeah. other. Yeah. And that yeah. I do, then therefore I want to be, yes, then. And that's it's a part of the Windows Insider for Business program. And mm-hmm. also, as uh, you are an administrator, you, or you, you are a part in your company, uh, you see what your company or your, your, your colleagues send for feedback. Is that right? Yes, in absolutely. The hub, so in the feedback hub, yeah, you can, yeah, you can yeah. see the, the feedback from within your organization. And so you can create your own internal insider program and, yeah. and see the feedback. You have your own community of uh, insiders inside whatever your organization is. Yeah. One, of the, one of the interesting things that was asked for that doesn't exist currently, but I have high hopes for, right? Because mm. it's a really good mm. suggestion. Mm. 
is for those businesses that are participating in the in the Whip for Biz program, they want their feedback to potentially be private to their organization, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The way that it's set up currently is it gives them a way to filter it so they can see it centralized, mm-hmm. right? Because right now, if, if you go look in the feedback hub as an individual user, you see everything, right? Mm-hmm. There is a, you know, my feedback tab so you can see your own history. Yeah. But if you are trying to find something specific that was filed by an individual, excuse me, a, you know, a, a, a particular business, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's not easy to sort it. So in participating in the Whip for Business side of things, there's the avenue to create it so you see everybody in your organization. Well, for some companies that are working on, let's just say they're working on secret apps or something that they haven't deployed yet, right? There is a need for them to be able to share that to say, hey, this new build came through. I'm having problems with this application now. Mm -hmm. Something changed. We need to follow up and see what's going on. But they don't want that to end up in the broader feedback hub that everybody sees. And so <laughs> and there's people taking pictures. It's kind of funny. Um, and so they want it to be private. And so that's something mm-hmm. I, it's a good concept. I totally respect it. Yes. It doesn't exist currently. So that's the next level. The yeah. next level yeah. for things, not only you know, broad, special for companies, mid-sized companies mm-hmm. or enterprise companies, special roles with different machines. And filter it out. That's a new approach to yeah, get in. It's, so, it's a really good yeah. suggestion, and I think it's something we should implement. Like I said, it does not exist currently, mm-hmm. but you know, we don't just take feedback on you know the OS builds or office builds. You know, it, there's more to the program itself. We get feedback on, and if we're not growing and evolving the program, mm-hmm. then we're not doing the entire job. So in the next few days, we will. Days. <laughs> <laughs> next few days, we'll be next traveling back to days, Seattle. Yeah, much. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, I am standing on stage I'd, on Monday again, yeah, talking yeah. about OneDrive. Um, <laughs> next few days, few is a, it's about Relatively we will have speaking. a new version will, will come for all the other people, and therefore I, I find it's interesting what between. 1803 yeah. or 1709 to 1809. That's a, a story. It's, it's involving that you see yeah. what happened mm-hmm. in there. Many, many features uh, will come going into the settings and all this stuff and not in a separate program. So now it will be better and better. Yeah. yeah, and you need a website where you can see where, where, which feature and which build and which build is in which ring mm-hmm. and all of this. And I know someone in this room built this <laughs> website mm-hmm. or... So it wasn't me. It was actually Brandon. It was, it was Brandon. Yeah, okay. so Brandon... Uh, I don't know if it's going to end up as a PWA, so a progressive okay. web app. Like, okay. I don't know if it's going to end up there, but um, there was... Every time we launch a build, mm-hmm. we create a blog post, right? Yeah. And, and as you mentioned... That was very interesting. In the, in the beginning, there was no blog post. <laughs> yeah, no. There was just like, hey, we're going live. Oops, there it is. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so each blog post, it contains details on, hey, these are the new features you should test out. Here's some new functionality. Uh, here's some bugs that we have fixed, you know, mm-hmm. from yes. one build, two builds, you know, how, like however old the bug may be. Um, and then, hey, here's some new bugs that you might want to pay attention mm-hmm. to, right? It's, it, it takes all of that to be a really good comprehensive post. But one of the questions that folks would always ask us is, I don't know if I'm on the most up-to-date build. Am I, mm-hmm. am I on a build that's five builds old? Did I hit a bug that's keeping me from updated and I simply don't know? Mm-hmm. So we needed a place that shows this is the most recent build. 
This is when the build was launched and, you know, a ton of other data to that, to that effect. And so what Brandon LeBlanc, you know, one of the people on, you know, that I work with, he created the flight hub. Mm-hmm. And so the flight hub shows for the fast ring, the slow ring, skip ahead, release mm-hmm. preview, even IoT and server. It shows the history of the builds that we have released, when they were released, and then as they progress through the rings, so like from fast to slow, mm-hmm. uh, when each build hit those particular rings. There was two things that I have fun, <coughs> found uh, of all these releases. The switch that most of the work for an update of the operating system is done in the background. Mm-hmm. And I also feel that if I have a feeling with my hand that I got a new version <laughs> because it's a little bit hotter. But then it's, it's a quick way to have it. Yeah. That was a, was a milestone for me. Yeah, yeah. so the, one of the things that was, there was a lot of work done between, and I'm just going to use the code names, right? So RS3 to RS4 mm-hmm. and even into RS5. So to go to the proper names that people know it as, so 1709, 1803, and now yeah. into 1809. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's this entire concept for deployment that's, if we just call it internally, we call it NEO, right? It's just an acronym. But the premise behind NEO is like a non-event upgrade where for an end user, they don't want to spend two hours taking an update, right? That's one of yeah, the things yeah, that frustrates yeah, people yeah, is yeah, yeah. anytime I see it start doing the update process, I can't use my computer and I just have to walk away. And it's frustrating because people are trying to do something. So the entire concept of Neo, it is to say, hey, we have this important update we're going to push to your machine, right? Tons of new features, there's bug fixes. We really want you to have this. But we don't want to take your time unnecessarily away from being productive, doing your job, Mm. hanging out surfing Mm. the internet, Mm. you know, watching Netflix, whatever you want to do. It's more important to you to do that than to take the update, right? So the whole Neo process has been taking things and like a typical deployment, you know, the build arrives on your machine and you say, restart my machine to install the update, right? There's certain processes that happen before you click the restart button and that's called online time. So it's all this prep work that happens. Mm And then once you click the button and then you get the blue screen with the percentages and the spinny dots where you mm-hmm. can't use your machine, that's called offline time. Mm-hmm. The team has done a really good job yeah. of taking stuff that used to happen in the offline time and moving it into the online time. Mm-hmm. So that's when, you know, you might feel your machine getting a little warm, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. doing these processes in the background, right? Um, and it runs at a lower priority depending on what you're yeah. doing with your yeah. machine. So it may Perfect. take a while to yeah. unpack, mm-hmm. but... From some of the data points that we've seen, and this is something we've talked about publicly, I'm not, you know, I'm not releasing secrets yeah. here or anything. If you rewind two years, an average update would take almost an hour and a half, so 90 minutes, right? Mm. Now, the average update, and you know, you can think of everything from the super fast Surface Book Twos all the way down to you know slow Snapdragon processors that they're not the fastest things ever, right? It's going to take longer on a on a lower, you know, a lower spec machine. The now average time, we're down just under 30 minutes, Ooh. right? Okay. So mm-hmm. that's a huge yeah. difference. Yeah. Yeah. And on some of the fastest machines that we have out there, like I have a Surface Book 1. It's an i5. It's not even the i7. It's an i5. I timed it with a stopwatch. Mm-hmm. From the time I clicked start, you know, restart to start the update mm-hmm. till the time I was back at the desktop logging back in, 11 minutes yeah. to take an update. Yeah. And so if we continue that process of improvement from an hour and a half down to a half hour, next time it'll take negative 30 minutes for you to update your device. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing 
what we say, we are on the way. You are a little bit more days here in Orlando. I am an eight days in Orlando. I do not want to have to update yep. my machine. Mm -hmm. The seven days is a small amount. I was three weeks with this machine. With the Surface Pro. And the vacation. <laughs> We cannot have it. <laughs> and I have to upload in the Canada. In the forest. <laughs> in the forest. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. I know. It's a, the, the time is spinning what you can suspend and, and you want to have it but sometimes you want you on a vacation and you are not going on a vacation only for seven days right. no yes. you have to work always <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want to go on vacation mode a little bit longer so thinking about you, you that can, you this can, is only yeah, yeah you can go to the feedback hub now and report yes, it know, and re-upload it it's a, that's perfect not a problem. So, yeah. and, and once more we, we talk about so much information and um, I saw that you released your documentation to docs.microsoft.com mm -hmm. so also Windows Insider for Business documentation and, yeah. and we tested some minutes before It's we switched it to German and it works so you can have it also in German for the <laughs> attendees of Germany and Europe or in the mm -hmm. other languages yeah And um, we put I love this information yeah. in the in the speaker in, in this, links. Yeah, yeah, in the speaker notes and the links. And I, one of the great things is if you have a GitHub account. Yeah, if you have. What a, you can do? So I'm, I don't speak German very well, yeah. so I'm going to switch over to the English version here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but so Jason started talking about Flight Hub, which is like how you know mm -hmm. if you're up to date yeah, with yeah. your insider builds. Yeah. Um, above that, on our documentation on docs.microsoft.com. There is a section for Windows Insider program, which is more of the consumer-focused features. Mm -hmm. uh, in, internally, it used to be called uh, Brandon's Guide to Awesomeness. And, and <laughs> it, it was a Word document that he posted on OneDrive, so he moved a little bit beyond that. Um, and in there, like we list every single feature that has been talked about in RS5. Um, and it's, it starts as the blog posts. So we pull in everything that Brandon writes. Um, but what, Ra uh, Raphael, you were talking about is if you see something that's new in the, uh, in the uh, builds that isn't in the documentation yeah. yet, or if, it, if you want to tweak something, um, there's actually an edit button here. And so the edit button... Uh, Raphael, you're sitting next to me, so you can see. This, yeah, th see. this is a GitHub yeah. experience yeah. right here. Yeah. You can see my, my branch... Um, we have pull requests. Um, if you go in, okay. you, oh, I'll try to pivot. Hans uh, comes around the table and have a look. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted. And, and, yeah. and we have version histories and everything. So you, you can go in and see that like this 192 lines, yeah. it's got two contributors. These are actually uh, some of our rock stars back in, um, mm -hmm. back in Redmond. Don Wood is, is uh, the person who goes in and, and checks the, the request. And it's like, yeah, this makes sense. The, the, it's factually correct. Um, and, and pushes the commits into the main branch. Yeah, we don't let people make random edits. Yeah. We, also, we also try to yeah. avoid obscenities. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. One question. How many insiders do you have now? Millions. We have 15 million. 15 million. Yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. Wow. And how many, wow. how many feedback comes from the yeah. 15 yeah. million? Yeah. It, it, no, no. It, it's like terabytes of data per month. No, it, no, no, no. 
petabytes, petabytes of data per month. Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of machine learning algorithms yeah. that are that are going through. You have to filter all these Fil- stuff filter it down, and and we have some really talented data scientists working mm-hmm. on it back in Microsoft. The, too many to name. Um, and, and all working on different elements of it. It's like, yeah. are we looking for sentiment for this? Are we looking for um, what kind of feedback this is? Like, if you look at how the feedback hub started, you had to select which category you were going yeah. ca- to categorize yeah. with. Now, if you type in the, if you're like having problems updating, you'll notice it automatically tries to put it into the Windows update category or the problem with update. Hey, machine learning, <laughs> it's all that. Um, so that's how, that, that's how we handle that, like, just fire hose of data that's coming back to us yeah and it'll even show you a few options right it'll default to what it thinks is the closest Mm -hmm. but right below that it'll say here are some other options and it'll list four or five more options in case it didn't get it quite right it's like this would be my second best guess or my third best Mm -hmm. guess right Mm -hmm. and if it's Mm -hmm. completely wrong hey you just make the adjustment yeah but by making the adjustment you're helping teach it yeah. yeah, and so it gets better the next time. That and, it it and, and it's just how mm-hmm. AI works. That it's giving you its best recommendation based off mm-hmm. of probabilities, and so the probability yeah. needs to have its own. In other words, if yeah. you get feedback, it goes very quick. You don't have to filter yeah. in yeah. all this yeah. stuff and say here and here. I have a problem, and I want to get feedback to to go to there. Now you have only two or three, and, and, and this yeah, filter automatically is they, automatically is there. That's yeah. the best thing what we have with machine learning. Yeah, yeah. which is which is why you hear yeah. like whether it's it's in any of my webcasts that I've talked about mm. it, or mm. just in some of the blog posts we make mention about it, is giving good feedback. Right, yeah. it's yeah. super important to have a very a short and clear title, something that's easy to understand. But then you have the free form text box where I think you get 2,000 characters to type in, mm-hmm. I was doing such and such, mm-hmm. or I, every time I visit you know, a particular web page in Edge, it crashes the browser, right? If like listing the steps to do the repro and all that kind of stuff, making sure you include the app name. If you have a particular build number that you started hitting the error on, mm-hmm. include that, right? Just some, some relevant details to help us identify. And then the machine learning picks up on that. And it helps it refine. So not only does it help your fellow insiders to know if they're experiencing the same issue or is it slightly mm-hmm. different, mm-hmm. it helps the machine learning become more accurate as well. Sometimes it's not easy for end users to understand the completely concept, where is the bug? Let's tell that was a thing yeah. that you have to identify. Early in the morning, I have to manage one Excel sheet with this machine every day. How many days I do not have smoke anymore? And <laughs> that's inside. But the problem is, I do it not with the mouse. I do it with my fingers. Point to the next cell. It doesn't work. Point to the. You can select a line. You can select a row. Whatever that works. I found a round uh, thing to do that. But having hey, what is that? Is it the Excel problem? Yeah. So after the or is next, it a Windows touch or if the Windows, t- whatever, yeah. it was yeah. a Windows touch system from this release. Yeah. The next release, it is gone. But to identify for several people, people say, hey, that's an extra problem. It was not an extra problem. That could be very, very tricky about that. Yeah. There's, and, and there's some bugs, like, like, so the deployment space, and I know we talked about deployment, but like this, it's a really good example here. The deployment space is difficult. It's extremely difficult, right? Making sure people get the right build, that part's actually fairly easy, mm-hmm. right? It's like, what build are you on? 
what edition are you running? Are you running home or pro enterprise? Um, which language are you running? Right. Mm-hmm. So you understand your language and then it understands what region you're in. Right. This is all just basic information that's on your machine. It's like, okay, yep, I understand this. And here's the next version that applies to your machine. Let me send it to you. Right. That part, that's the flighting part of things and it gets sent down. Okay. Relatively straightforward. Where it gets difficult is when it starts unpacking. Right. Do I have enough space on the drive? Right. So I need to unpack this. I need to grab your user information and stick it over in a separate partition to hold it safe so I don't accidentally delete it. Right. But then what we see, like, especially during the development cycles, what we see is people will be like, oh, I got to 20, 27% and my machine rolled back. Or I got to yeah, 80, yeah. 84% percent and my machine rolls yeah, yeah. back, right? In our community, yeah. And a lot of it has to do, especially once you get later, like so the higher percentages, so mm-hmm. 70%, 80%, mm-hmm. right? That's when it starts injecting drivers in. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily okay. the new build that's the problem, right? It's as it starts trying to re-inject drivers or if it's grabbed a new driver that it's trying to inject while it's doing the update, all of a sudden you have these collisions and it's like, eh, I can't finish this and it rolls back. And the automatic assumption is, oh, there's a problem with the new build. Yeah. A lot of times it's actually not yeah, the new yeah, build the new that's version. the problem. Yes. Yeah. And even more than that is there was an insider who's in Skip Ahead that stopped by the other day. He's on build 18204. He's stuck on an old Skip Ahead build. And go through, grab his machine, start looking at the logs. And there's an Apex package deployment problem with his mm-hmm. machine. It was an old bug that was around for two builds. Mm-hmm. Right? It didn't last very long because they caught it pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But the deployment team didn't even know it went externally because we didn't get a lot of feedback mm-hmm. on it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So having found this, we're like, oh, no, it actually did go external. Here's an example of it. They already have three separate bugs internally tracking because there's multiple root causes to what causes this Apex deployment okay. to fail. Yeah. So even though there's one symptom for the end user, hey, my, my, my build update fails, right? There's actually one underlying cause. Mm-hmm. But there's three different like problems that lead to this same you know scenario, yeah. yeah. And so it's it's yeah yeah, it's it ends up being this it's it's like a it's an entire basket of things that can cause the same problem, and so you never know whose fault it is (laughs) until you actually finish your you know your investigation and your troubleshooting. Cool. So, okay. (laughs) Long story short. Long story short. (laughs) Bring your feedback into your feedback hub. Give us feedback. (laughs) Give us more information. Sometimes it's very interesting because sometimes, uh, you know, Raphael and other people are also administrating a Windows group with 6,800 people. Mm-hmm. And several people comes in and have a problem with that and that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So many, we don't do it actively. Sometimes in the evening I do it here and, and give some information free about the time zone. People come around the globe. And, and that's the same situation. Uh, very often it's, it's a, a problem of the underlying system and yeah. not from, yeah. from the non-user. Mm-hmm. What you are yeah. saying yeah. is for completely correct. Yeah, that's, that's a result of also who sees we are 70% and then it's rolled back. And yeah. That's, yeah, thank you for the explaining. And <laughs> we, we can translate it in German and push it in. Yeah, we have to then. translate <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that's a problem about that. Uh, so, a little bit back to the title. I, I know we... 
<laughs> we talk along. I don't know how long we have, but uh, a little bit back to the title. We have Surface Book Go here. We have a, a, a Surface Book Go, a Surface Go here, mm -hmm. Surface Book Two, and a Surface Pro, and all of this. And who of you is a developer? I, I actually no do. Not, I do not code. No. No. One, no. 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 Um, back in. Uh, I don't know what you call it in Germany. In, yeah. in, in the U.S., we call it high school, right? Yeah. So, yeah. like, um, no. high school is yeah, normal. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I took a couple coding classes yeah. in high school, yeah. but you know, when I went to university, I ended up studying economics. Right? I didn't go and get a computer science degree, so my focus changed a lot. And even though I work at Microsoft now, like, I have opportunities to code. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I've got a lot of work to do in my regular yeah, job, yeah. so it's it's more about for me. It's like. It's important to me. It's something that I want to do, but I have to make the time for it. Yeah. And for me, yeah. that's the yeah. problem right now is yeah. like the, the breadth of things that I'm focused on is so big that trying to cram something in that's, that's that intensive and takes that much time, I haven't yet made the time for it. I just need to prioritize. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think I took uh, coding in high school as well, and it, it didn't really stick. Um, so I, I spent seven years as a consultant, and I spent a, a lot of time working in SQL. Um, but for my graduate degree, I actually... Um, hey. Yeah, SQL. Yeah, everyone was a little SQL. Uh, for my graduate degree, I actually have a concentration in business analytics. And so I spent a lot of time working in R. Um, and so that's kind of carried forward. We don't use R directly with the Windows Insider program ourselves. We use... Uh, Actually, in an internal language, it's a mix-up between SQL and C-sharp. Um, that's where we spend a lot of time looking at data is with, uh, with, that, with that language. Um, and um, that's, that's probably, the, when I open up Visual Studio, that's what I'm working with. Okay. You are more the SQL Server and SharePoint. Starting with SQL uh, Server, yeah. yes, in the old days. Yeah. <laughs> I starting very, very with an old CPM machine. It's very, very long. And have a lot of basic uh, programming. But sometimes you have to say, okay, it's good enough. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And, uh, but then you have a job... And then you have to write PowerShell code. Yeah. If you learn one language, yep. you can also do the other yep. language. Yep. There is another syntax. And yep. if you know what programming is, then okay. Uh, to read PowerShell code, it's okay. But I do not want to have it daily, let's say sometimes, but not daily. And I don't want to program anymore. No, it's, it's different. Uh, Working in a team and all this stuff, what you are now are available, having AI in Visual Studio, if you look for an API, that was for me the greatest thing on build, that they say, hey, you have an API here, and then, you know, an API, you can have the parameter switching and so on, and then he looks what other people around the globe with machine learning or AI and display this function or this role for the first with a little point that you now see, hey, the other persons do that. That might be not the right thing, but most of the people doing that, there's a chance it's a little bit bigger that you do the right things also. Mm -hmm. So that, yes, but I do yes. not program anymore. <laughs> And yeah, for me, I'm, yeah, I was a Microsoft Students partner, and then we learned to program, and we have uh, lessons for C Sharp and all of these traditional Microsoft languages. I talk traditional because, with yeah, you talk R. R is some of the newest hot shit yeah. like this. And yeah, and 
I started yeah with 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 Windows 10 it was easier because of the Linux system and also with Hyper-V you have a very fast uh, opportunity only three clicks and you have a Linux machine. Yep. On Hyper-V you have your subsystem and you have Visual Studio Code on every device and also in my Ubuntu system and also on my Windows 10 PC and so I started with connecting with the APIs Microsoft Graph yeah that's, yeah, that's we yeah we we start a little bit to code. Yeah, I, we have to. We switch from PowerShell or what's with me? I switch from PowerShell more into the coding area and also what I have to do. I, I started with mixed reality because I have a Windows mixed reality headset and now okay, it's very funny to play, for example, Star Trek games or uh, running through the room or having a whole and on. But uh, for me, it was okay. I want to know how it works. Yeah, and I want to know. Let's try it. And um, I installed Unity. It's for free. It's mm -hmm. a, uh, using Visual Studio Community version with Studio Code. And for me, it was very easy to start with. And um, that's so. Yeah, everyone. For me, everyone code a little bit yeah, on yeah. day. For, for example, you, you editing, for example, the websites. Okay, yeah. that's the view. But <laughs> it's also yeah, some coding, right? Yes. Yeah, it's. <laughs> So it's 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 interesting, right? People that learn to code, either they have a natural curiosity for it and they just want to yeah. learn, right? Yeah. So they'll go out and they're inspired to do it. So they're going to go be, you know, they're going to have this appetite for it. They're just going to go do it. But I will say that most people that I've met along the way that didn't intentionally go study computer science and learn how to code is because they needed to do something, yeah. right? Yeah. They have a specific yeah. thing they're trying to accomplish, And there's where they're at, and at the end of the tunnel, there's this solution that they're trying to get to. And they find that the path to get there is to do a specific bit of coding. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like for me, yeah, I used to yeah. do a ton of data work in Excel. Yeah. And so... Yeah, yeah. yeah I know, it's... Yeah. it's, it's it, Yeah, and Shoot. so I used to write these really long formulas, yeah. right? I would spend hours researching formulas, nested if-then mm. statements. Mm. It was ridiculous, mm. right? I mean, it worked, but the amount of effort it took to get there... You know, yes. yeah. <laughs> I've wasted a lot of time, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden I realized there's like Visual Basic and Excel and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. and so then you start yeah. doing this yeah. and you, yeah. you let yeah. the code do the heavy lifting, right? You're not sitting there writing these long constructs trying to get the manipulation to get where you want to land, right? And so whether you're doing something in PowerShell or you're doing something in VB or, you know, you want it, like you mentioned, Sharp doing a website, right? Website, yeah. There's there's templates to get started with and then you make adjustments. Yeah. Like, say there's a template and it's green and you want it to be blue, right? You you start, you learn hex colors, right? Yeah. Yes. And you make a couple changes, right? Yeah. That's very, that's coding and it's very yeah. basic, right? You're operating within the confines of the language and you're doing something that you want to do. Well, and there was something that... Uh so we had a session here. We had several sessions here this week. Uh, but one, we had Donovan Brown, DevOps mm. guy, come on, and, and he, mm -hmm. he, he gave a yeah. five-minute overview yeah. of, hey, this is what DevOps is. And one of the things that he said that like really resonated with what you just were talking about is never send a human to do a machine's job. And so it's kind of like, hey, this is something that we can all do. Like, Why spend time typing out those Excel formulas when you can have VB do it? Um, before we go past the, the coding example, earlier this summer, I took a, a, a Microsoft edX partnership course, uh, introduction to artificial intelligence. Um, it was, it was a fun, like starter course for, for like, Hey, how does AI actually work? But it, it was really good for, for, for me at least to learn how Azure takes some of these, um, 
some of these things that I've written in R yeah. and visualizes into this like gooey format. Yes. And it's like instead of having a function where you have two arguments at the beginning, you have arrows that you drag into here and then you watch this flow come through. And yeah. you can train and test an entire regression model in this visual thing without actually typing any codes. Yeah, you got to fill in a couple of variables, but it all works out pretty well. The problem is the time has changed. In the early days, you program only on your system. Yeah. Then file server comes. You put the route going to the SQL server, got some rows back, and, and, and manipulate and display it. And then Azure and the cloud come in. And then you have only little chops yeah. that you have with yeah. Azure, Azure functions. That's, that's a complete changing in all this stuff. But, but that's why you don't need a Alienware high no. expensive <laughs> no. No, you could, PC you could, or you could use book. Yeah, you could use yeah. Surface Book, yeah. the Surface Go yeah. here, and, and pull up that Azure ML thing <laughs> yeah. and be like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, this thing's pretty. There's no compute required on the yeah. end user device, and it's yeah. all just running up in, in the cloud. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. What do you say about the three days uh, yeah. here from Ignite? Three days. We've been here for five days. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, you got we here late. It's been a lot of fun, yeah. right? I mean, I got to see some familiar faces, right? It's always nice seeing you guys when you come into the conferences or in, you know the MVP summit or whatnot. Um, but there's always new people to meet. Like I'm on yeah. Twitter a bunch, and there's people who I would recognize their Twitter handle, but I, you know they come and walk up and they're like, "Oh, hey, are you North Face Hiker?" And I'm like, "Yeah," <laughs> and, I'm, and I've got a question mark on my face because I look uh, at their name badge yeah. and I'm like, "I don't know who you are," <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, I am so and so on Twitter." I'm like, "Oh," <laughs> right? And so getting to put some of those names with the yeah, faces yeah. and make that actual personal connection mm. it goes a long way. But like for our team, what's super important is meeting people who have tried to do something and have either hit a bug, hit an error, mm. or they have feedback for us, right? Mm. So not just in like, you know, sitting stuff to the feedback up, right? We talked about that earlier, but like um, listening and actually trying to recreate some of the problems that people have hit, like just getting some of that personal story behind it, it helps us, it helps inform us of what we need to do next. Mm -hmm. And if somebody comes up to me and says, hey, I'm trying this, I would like to be able to do this as well, it helps spawn ideas for me to say, this is something we should do mm -hmm. next, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And to, I mean, it, it kind of ties yeah. back to what I mentioned earlier that, you know, the program's always evolving and if we're not changing, we're not doing our jobs. It's absolutely true. So there's been a lot of that this week of talking to people that are like, I don't know about this or I don't know how to get started. I'm not confident in getting started. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's like, I need to go back and write, I need to write a white paper on the value of WIP for business, right? There's some updated documentation I need to publish to our website. And then, you know, there's, Once people actually use it and test it and get going with it, we'll iterate on it again and again and again. Your last words? Yeah. <laughs> My last words on the five days here at Ignite. Um, I, I, I love coming to Ignite. Um, I, I spend a lot of time in the data. And it, there is something very powerful about putting the human face to the data points that we're, we're, we're talking about. But very selfishly, it also exposes our blind spots. Because we see things in data... And you don't know what you're not collecting data on until somebody tells you about it. And you're like, oh, crap, I need to go back and look at that. It's yeah. like, ah, oh. maybe something's broken in the, the pipeline that comes up. Or maybe we're not capturing something. Or maybe it's, it, it's like, especially if we're talking about cross-Microsoft products, that mm. there's no way that we get visibility into how somebody is going to potentially use Microsoft Ideas or Microsoft Learn from the, the Windows perspective without talking to our friends over in Office, without talking to our friends over in Azure. 
And so being able to say like, yep, this is what our customers need. This is what we got to go drive to, to make the insider program better. And so it, it's, it's putting those, those human stories behind the data is what, uh, what I really appreciate. Yeah. I want to say one more thing. Like it, it's well, one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just one more thing. Just one more thing. Um, really it's it's two buckets right there's the technology yeah. and there's the people yeah. right you put those two things together and you get a conference like ignite and yeah. then you know only good things can come from that that was a perfect yeah. answer. perfect we have to close <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we have to go it's 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 the same like in the mvp cafe party there's someone outside and said we have to go out and you have to love the coffee and uh, all of this and okay I, I go paying for our coffees and cokes and <laughs> all of this. And thank you very, very much. Thank you, Raphael. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you very much, Jason, for yes, this thank you. awesome <laughs> podcast session. And yeah. yeah, Hans, you have the last word. <laughs> this Ignite was good. Next Ignite will be better. There we Absolutely. go. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you much. <laughs> I was born to a limb.